Hello and welcome to Rage Across the Internet presents Wherever Gaia Takes Us, a World of the Apocalypse Let's Play. Starring Daniel Tyson as Ricochet. CJ as Nightfang. Melissa as Hippolytus Shadow. Tommy Dixon as Walks with Anubis. And I'm your storyteller, Porter. A quick note before we begin is that the voice of Carter will be changing uh, to something I feel more appropriate to the character. Chapter 3. Bridges. Click. The flash is blinding, but only momentarily. The figure standing there is a young woman, slightly chubby, with deep, verdant eyes, protected by a pair of horn-rimmed glasses. She stands five foot five, with wild, shoulder-length red hair and a slightly upturned nose. She smells of cinnamon and tobacco. A series of bracelets worn along her forearms. She wears a long blue skirt adorned with white flowers with a matching blue t-shirt with a white smiley face. Oh my goddess. Shit. Who's closest to her? That would be you. About six feet to anticipate your next question. Good man. That would not... I turn, still in crinos, to lunge, shifting Hamid and snatching the camera. Okay. Do I need to roll? Fuck yeah, you do. What am I rolling? I mean, number one, you better spend your rage point. Well, but that's um, easy. That's going to be Dex Athlet. Hey, pencil. Do you really? No, it's right here. I'm just going to get it out of here. What's the diff? Standard diff? Everything. Minus three for any kind of dex athlete rolls. What's that? Perfect balance. Minus three for any dex athlete rolls. And how many is that? Seven. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> but. Oh, Jesus. You spin on the human, lunging at her quickly. Your body contorts back to the Hamid form. Perfectly aimed to get the camera. However. Almost too fast for you to notice, but it definitely hit you. A off-white streak if you will. You're knocked to the ground violently. Uh, don't take any damage. But you uh, roll a few feet, uh, stopping to brace yourself. You see exactly what hit you. A large, muscular, off-white wolf that left leapt from the tree line behind. It stands there uh, between you and the young woman, snarling, its teeth bared. You hear two more low growls back from the same direction, uh, hidden, uh, obfuscated in the darkness of the woods. These growls are decidedly deeper than a lupus form. Considering I was still in Hispo, going to jump close to Dante. 
kind of. You're going to jump? Well, how close am I? Close enough that that's really weird. Okay, so I'm not going to jump. <laughs> I'm going to step over to Dante in more of a defense because okay. he was just knocked down. Yeah, I'll, I'll let that go as a. Uh, yeah. The girl shrieks and runs away uh, back toward the fire to the festival. The off white wolf shifts uh, its head uh, to the side, and one of the figures steps out uh, from the shadows, its crinos form turning to lupus, running after the girl. The other figure, a muddy brown crinos with patches of black, and the bonar glyph on its pectoral also steps out from the shadows. It snarls and the wind shifts. You know the scent. It's Farfor's man from the other night. Why are you stopping me? This is a breach waiting to happen. The bonar shifts down, taking Glabro. You ain't hurting that girl, man. That wasn't the plan. I just wanted the camera. Yeah, you don't worry about that. We'll take care of it. It's a weird way of taking care of it. Letting her run away? I don't think that's taking care of it. The off-white crinos growls, shifting up to Hispo. Hey, we got a man on it. I'll shift to Hamid, holding my hands up. More of a defensive stance. She saw something. There was a camera trying to keep the breach away. How injured is the woman in front of me? I mean, first of all, she's out. Uh, she's bleeding fairly yeah. badly. But okay. she is still alive. Stop your fighting and come over here and help me. This is a little serious. Yeah, being in Hamid, we'll move over to Cassie and kneel down. What can I do? How is your medicine? And she needs to be stable. She's bleeding. CPR class one time. Uh, let's see if I can figure something out. I've got one dot in it. I'll have to do. She's suffering from a um, pretty obvious laceration across her stomach. Yeah. And yeah. Um, one at the side of her neck. I mean, she, she's been slashed proper good. Mm-hmm. Will Mother's Touch work on her? I'm not asking a storyteller, I'm asking everybody else. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I thought you weren't. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Worth a try. Oh, I, I would think so, yeah. It's the only thing that would probably help her. Move over and Mother's Touch her. Yeah, gonna move just so if she does wake up, she doesn't immediately see any of the guys who are in various forms around. What's the role? She doesn't have a rage. Oh, well, oh it we'll... says right here, or six for non girl. Yeah. You just pop up her. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. I have plenty. It's fine. Nothing. There is one, not a botch. I was gonna say, is that a seven or a one? A I was seven, sir. I was. She's not healed at all. Excited to watch her head explode. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 
Can I do it twice? Raise the difficulty. Pop a willpower. Guarantee one. Much better. Up to plus the one. Okay. So three. All right. You call upon Gaia's blessings to try to save this young woman's life. A light blue glow emits from your hands as you run them over her wounds. And they heal partially. She's stopped the bleeding. That's all I'm worried about. Well, not completely, but the situation is less dire. I'll begin ripping some of my shirt to tie around the wounds. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Who's closer to me, Farfor or Carter? Farfor's not there. Farfor's not Oh, he's the one who ran off then. Okay. You assume. I'm assuming, yes. Yeah, you, assuming. You, the only person you've identified is, is, is Carter. Carter. All right. But the hispo is in front of him. Okay. From Hamid. Mm-hmm. Pointing back to the woman on the ground. She's the one who's been in our visions. She was attacked. Man, that ain't the girl. Well, what do you mean? You said you had visions, too. This is... The hispo looks back to Carter. They share a glance for a second. That ain't the girl, man. What visions or dreams have you been getting? Because we're pretty sure this is the girl from ours. Backlit by fire and everything. No, man, that ain't her. The girl just ran off with the pitcher. Seems we got off on the wrong foot. Let's uh start this over, huh? Let's just say I made, maybe even we made, assumptions. We all have been having the same visions. The girl here, we've all had the same dream. Engulfed in flame, stone. It looks like we've saved her. But now you're saying your visions were that girl there pointing out to the direction that she ran. Man, I don't know about what you're seeing. All I know is I don't know know who that bitch is. Can we not talk about her like that? She just got slashed. Yeah, some folks lucky and some folks ain't. But fucking, I don't... She ain't got nothing to do with what we've been seeing. I don't think it's wise to discount our visions either. They must be connected somehow. Or there's something we're both missing. Gaia, the visions we get, they're never cut and dry from what I understand. We've told you what we've been seeing. What of you? Carter takes a second, looking again at the hispo. They share a glance. The hispo begins to shift, taking the Hamid form. Cassie, you recognize this young woman from your little hunting trip this morning. A thin blonde, her hair styled in uh, pigtails, mahogany eyes, dark over large sunglasses. She's wearing cut-off jeans and a black tank top featuring uh, the band The Cure. She cacks her head to her side and cracks her knuckles. 
Like, I think we should probably take this to far four. Come on, follow us. Carter, go find Dodger. Let him know that we're moving to the base. Pray to Gaia he has that camera. Pointing in the direction of Night Fang and Cassie, the woman was part of our visions. This is still connected. Can't leave her here. Can't leave that corpse here either. The woman sighs. Grits her teeth. Scratching above her eyebrow. Carter, take care of it. Like, don't fuck it up, all right? Carter nods. And moves toward the, uh, the body of your fallen foe. Wrist, you can keep up in junk, right? We're with, trusting you. With that, she shifts to Lupus and begins running off uh, to the north. Stay defensive. Shift Lupus and follow. Same. What are you guys doing? Cassie's like, have we forgotten about the woman in our dream? Carter's taking care of it. Was he taking care of the body or was he taking care of the girl? Because he's taking he care both of, of those the, issues. He's, yeah, he's taking care of the foe. Is he going to take care of the body of the woman the same way? I, I don't think I want to just leave her alone with this guy. I don't know him. I mean, worst case scenario, we get her as stable as we can and just make a loud noise. Maybe somebody will come find her, get her to a hospital. I mean, look, she was attacked by an axe. Could be some psycho. She's stable for now. They're trusting us. We have to trust them. All right, I will shift to Lupus and follow. But as I run, I keep looking back. We'll also end up shifting Lupus and try... Pulling up the rear here, just keeping an eye out as we go. Yep. Okay. All right. The woman moves quickly through the woods. She's clearly no stranger to uh, running through the wilderness. It's um, harder for uh, some of you more city-inclined <laughs> to keep up, but you, you're managing fine. The last you saw of Carter, he was um, well, doing as he was told, uh, taking care of the scenario. The run, however, is uh, it's, it's taking a while. Uh, you find yourself moving north uh, to previously tread upon ground. It should be little surprise to you, Cassie, when you find yourselves um, back up in the area of the cabins around the lake. Uh, making your way to the cabin in the 6 o'clock position, just where you found her outside on the dock in that morning. <laughs> she shifts to Hamid and walks directly up to said cabin. Um, this one, again, is sitting at the southernmost point of the lake, the 6 o'clock position, if you will. Uh, cabin's fairly spacious. Um, she walks right in, allowing you to come in as well. Uh, you see there looks to be four rooms. Uh, two on one floor, um, two on a second landing. 
Um, it's fairly spacious, fully furnished, fireplace, kitchen, and all that. The smell of uh, cooking meat and cigarette smoke wafting uh, through the air, wafting through the air, excuse me. There are uh, three figures in the kitchen, two of which um, you recognize, uh, I'm sorry, one of which you recognize having picked himself up off the floor the previous night. Far four there as well. He cocks his head to the side, looking past the man you do not recognize, looking at the young woman and the four of you. What is this? Hey, like, I think we got a situation, boss. He walks out uh, into the living room to greet you. He raises his head, looking down at you through his nose, rolling his tongue over his teeth. He inhales sharply and shrugs. All right, what is he saying? Well, let me start off by apologizing and asking to start over. Sex on his teeth there. Eh, shit happens. Where is your grandpa? Scouting in town. Mm. Bodhi, go find the man. Bring him back here. One of the two men. Scruffy, blonde hair. He's wearing a uh, blue tank top with uh, red stripes and a seagull on it. Matching shorts. A puka shell necklace. You got it, boss. As he quickly makes his way out to the cabin, you see him shifting the lupus just outside the door. Well, don't you stand there? Come. He walks back into the kitchen. Follow. Follow suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, follow with just keeping head down a little. And so what is all of this? He turns his back to you, stirring a pot on the stove. Seems as assumptions were made, and these visions were not all shared. You see, we had, us here, had the same vision. A woman engulfed flame stone. Happened several times, just got more vague, but got closer. We found that woman. She was attacked. Didn't go down easy, but the threat is gone. Then when we go to clean up a potential veil breach, your guys stop us saying that was that the person running off was the one from y'all's visions. She had a camera. We are all in different forms from the attack on that threat. She saw something she shouldn't have. Your men went after her. She tried to run away. Far four turns. Uh, he looks to the to the girl. Break it. That's all right, boss. It's all under control. Is in uh, Daja. He's following. Mm. There's some kind of connection. No, absolute. Mm. 
He looks at the four of you. Moving to the fridge, he pulls a uh, uh, some supply some butter out. And heavy seat, heavy seat. We will do this properly. Sit down at the table. I look to you guys. He's offered a seat at his table. Yeah. Gonna move to take a seat as well. Just try to keep back to a wall if I can. I'll sit down as well. I follow suit. The woman does as well. If I four meets you at the table with several wine glasses and a pair of bottles, he begins pouring. I am Fafo. This is Mia Jabreka, my beta. We are La Magnifique. On you are? He begins handing out glasses. Ricochet. Nightfang. Hippolyta Shadow. Walks with Anubis. Well, you can call me Dante. We don't have a pack name yet. And again, my apologies for the previous night. Yeah, shit happens. Thank you for understanding. He's a want on the bridge now. I think we should uh, wait for the others before we begin. Um, please enjoy. Um, you are hungry? I could always eat. Yeah, I'm going to turn down free food. Thank you for your hospitality. It seems we are in this together, no? Seems so. Way too much of a coincidence. There's uh, too many garo for this piece of shit island for it to not be. I'll just feel more comfortable if we get that camera back. It's no problem. I trust you. This girl. Our visions were quite clear we had to protect her. But time for that. It's about a good uh, 20, 25 minutes before Falling Leaf and uh, the other uh, the man was sent out return. In that time, Farfor has served a uh, series of sandwiches, a simple ham and butter on a baguette. So pretty good. And we can, we can assume maybe they didn't buy those in town, <laughs> or at least the, the baguettes. He has been chain smoking and um, there's clearly plenty of wine to go around. But the atmosphere has been chilled during that wait. I've only sipped the wine maybe twice. And only after Far Four has sipped his. Has anyone else had any? Cassie has not had any of the wine. Rude. She'll respectfully request that water instead is fine. I have had a full glass. Well, you're soaked. I'm kidding. <laughs> I would have. Well, Worth. I just I wanted to mess with you. Yeah. Damn it, I'm not soaking anything. <laughs> I'll 
I'll join you in at least having a glass and as many of the sandwiches as he's willing to make. Fair enough. It seems just a few moments later before the door opens once more, Falling Leaf um, entering the cabin, uh, the other man by his side. Ah, and our final guest has arrived. This is uh, my man, Bodhi Pathrunner. Clause of Duat. Bodhi, uh, this is the uh, no name yet pack. Falling Leaf looks around, uh, slowly, scanning the environment. He looks at the four of you. You are okay. Not at him. Not. Not her. Cassie nods. He looks then in far four. It looks like it healed as well. The glass walker chuckles a little bit, offering the old stargazer a glass of wine. Do second chances. Salute. Salutations. As I raise my glass. I will raise mine as well. I raise my glass. Now, sir. Uh, our dreams uh, have been fairly clear. Uh, this girl, uh, the one from the woods with the camera, she is uh, important somehow. We are, um, you say, to protect the mademoiselle. We have been watching her in shifts. Uh, the last day and a half. We were trying to do the same with the woman from our visions as well. We have just found her. She wasn't as clear, um, and it was only seeing her against the bonfire that we were able to determine that she was the one from our dreams. Falling Leaf covers his uh, mouth with a hand, listening intently to everyone involved. He looks a little troubled, hearing the lot of you speak. Is it possible that we are working, um, that we have multiple targets here? That's starting to make more sense that way. My visions were not of a girl. But of the four of you being consumed by the fire. Oh, well, that's ominous. I look, and very good to know. I look to the three of you, and looks like we have all made assumptions. It was my understanding that I was to protect the four of you while you completed your mission. He turns to Farfor. That is why I acted so hostily. When you came by the other night. Everything's starting to make a little more sense. Is it? A little bit. You sure you're not a stargazer then? That this is making sense to you and not me? <laughs> As in the things leading up to now, everything is starting to make more sense on the movements we have all made. So, like, who's your girl? As of right now, we don't know. All we know is she's bathed in flames and sacrificed. We were just trying to protect her. 
Just like you were. But like, who is she? You were right there with her. That was our first meeting. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. She was a waitress. All right. Forgot about that. <laughs> See, that's why I kind of stopped you there. Like, I'm not sure, like, is Dante lying or do you not remember? <laughs> no, I don't remember. That was that was me not remembering. Yeah, I... Like, yeah, that was your waitress, Lucinda. She invited you out. But again, whether you were lying about that or not. Was not lying about that. Didn't mean to, at least. Well, you know, you. I'm giving you that because it was like two hours ago, so your characters couldn't have forgotten. <laughs> not a month ago, you mean? Right. So there's the freebie because, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, appreciate it. Unless you all got head trauma, which I don't recall rolling those dice. But even with that knowledge, I'll stick, still stick with that statement, probably. No, yeah. Like yeah, said, no, I'll still stick with that statement. Yeah, the, the problems of meeting monthly in a game that, mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. But I'll still stick with the statement because she was our waitress once. Oof. We still don't know yeah. dick about her. It was one of those things where we met her once. We never got a good view of the person until we saw her in a pretty specific light and heard her scream at the top of her lungs that it kind of all clicked. So we don't know much about her yet. Figured that would be the next step after making sure she didn't bleed out. Bleed out? She was attacked. I don't know by what. We killed it. By an axe. Well, she was hit with an axe, and she had two rather significant slices to her. Yeah, some guy in a wolf mask. Ironic. (laughs) Given who took him out. (laughs) It took me and Krinos to take him out. He would not go down. And then the lady you guys have been watching managed to snap a photo of me. All of us. I'm more concerned about that camera at the moment. Brega? Yeah. Yes, you got a picture, boss. So big deal. Dodger's on it. I'm sure he's already got the camera. But, like, she didn't flinch. No delirium. Think she's kin? It would make sense, no? Or just one of the rare humans. Either way, totally points to why we should be watching her. Just look in that direction. Lucinda. The one who took the axe. I don't think I ever really saw any of us in different forms, so... If she did, she was kind of bleeding out, so can't really trust whatever reaction she was having. No, she was pretty unconscious for most of it. I was with her. Well, like, um, when Carter gets back, I'm sure we'll totally find out what happened to her. And maybe get a good look at the thing that attacked her. But, um, I don't know. I guess if you want to follow up on our girl, we could, like, help you out with that and junk. I mean, that's okay with you, right, boss? Far four nods. He's leaning back in his chair at this point, feet up on the table. A glass of wine in one hand, cigarette in the other. He's intently listening. 
taking everything in. I'm going to nod to Farfor and just say, trust. He gives a subtle nod back. Like, all right. Uh, like, here's the thing. Like, her name's KT, and she's, uh, I guess, like an amateur reporter. Uh, she she runs a thing called uh, a little a little paper called the the Willow's Peak. It's got a few contributors from town, and she's generally considered like the town kook. It's like conspiracy theory shit, but you know, there's there's like an office downtown. Have you looked into her papers on what she's been writing? Oh, totally. Uh, Bodie. Bodhi comes back into the room, tossing a few copies of The Willow's Peak, P-E-E-K, on the table. <laughs> it's clearly an amateur-produced zine. We're going to stress the word amateur, but uh, it talks about potential UFO sightings, ghosts, you know, haunting the woods. It does mention, there's, I'm assuming you... Flip through. Yes. Oh, I'm flipping through them. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I shouldn't have just made that assumption. I- <laughs> no, no. I asked the question. I'm flipping through these things. I want to see if they're spirit related, anything. This would point to more kinfolk. Also, CJ, please repeat because I, I fucked up. I talked over you. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, just grabbing the zine and kicking back on the back legs of the chair while flipping through it. Uh, but yeah, uh, things like uh, ghosts haunting the woods. Something about a sewer monster, invisible cars, you know, flashing lights out in the woods, possible UFOs. It, it does talk a bit, however, on a more somber note, of the local missing children. A feature on uh, the candlelight uh, vigils and the search parties led by the sheriff, uh, Sheriff Rowe. But the, the missing children, oh, so I apologize, it was not Sheriff Rowe, Sheriff Hogue. Oh, okay. Excuse me, Sheriff Hogue. I read a, there's a lot of names here. I see that. <laughs> I apologize. But the four, uh, or like the missing children on the four, excuse me, Samantha Rowe, Robbie Hines, and Brian Danes. All missing children. Yep, those are the three missing children. Each one. What were those again, Porter? Samantha Rowe, Robbie Hines, and Brian Danes. And good call asking about those names again. Because there's a lot of fucking people. Everyone's got a name. <laughs> fucking name. Any of them the same one as that missing poster we found way back? Yep. I'm going to point to Samantha Rowe and say we saw a Flyer. It's a missing poster. This was a week ago. And we might have a pretty good idea of where some of these have gone. Oh, they don't long they no longer exist. Yeah. Are they all about the same age? Uh yes they are. Uh between uh six and nine. Safe to assume these no longer exist. After what we dealt with. You mean like they're dead? Yep. Eaten, probably Eaten. the better word. No oh, shit. What happened? Well, 
kind of what flavored our first meeting. I had a thing in the woods that was having food brought to it. Next morning, we went out and took care of it. A gorgon happened. Or something in the likes of it. A gorgon. Interesting. I think we're only guessing at that point. Pleasant of the worm. Probably not weaver. It's not often um, gorgons. They are rare. I've only ever heard about them. If that's what this was, be my first. A gorgon missing children. Two girls. There is more at play here. All of this is connected? All of it? I mean, at this point, it'd be one hell of a coincidence. They got two stargazers with two different visions. Bound to be more into this. Just gotta look for it. Uh, three different visions, dude. Get like three stargazers. Uh, our, our bro Dodger's a stargazer, too. There's a lot of stargazers in one place. One more, and it fits the pattern. This is no longer coincidence. Yeah, it's like definitely something, man. I don't know. Hey, um, <laughs> hey, Breaker, you got some sort of like funky Earth Mother Black Fury sense kicking? Like, don't be such an asshole, Bodie. She flicks a cigarette at him. One Gorgon, two girls, three visions. If we had one more stargazer, could be four stargazers. Yeah, there's a lot going on, a lot to figure out, and I have a feeling it's only going to get more complicated. Oh, yeah, 100%. Welcome to the stories we deal with. I pinch the ridge of my nose, thinking deeply. I think even these sightings in the woods she's writing about could be spirits. I think that's pointing more to she's kinfolk. Just doesn't know it. Till she fell through the cracks. Well, like, um, I don't, I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, in my travels, you know, I've uh, potentially started up a few franchises here and there. I tilt my head at him. Franchises. Well, you know, I'm a silent strider, and you you have needs, and you travel. You know, the road to hell is paved with one night stands, bro. Strider myself, and I have yet to pick up on that. Yeah, we'll get you settled. Don't worry. Or not settled. Old Bodie will show you how to have a good time, man. Cheers to that. So is that everyone's consensus? Is just kin? Don't know what else it could be at this point. Uh, actually, here's a question. How long was she out in the woods waiting for that picture? Did y'all just follow her and she happened to stumble upon us as well? No, like it was a coincidence. She was okay. chasing some sort of story, some stupid high school cult or some shit. She just happened to find you guys. High school cult? 
Breaker shrugs. That could be what was the children. The, or, the you know the Gorgon the guy in the mask. I mean, it could just be what her thought on the guy in the wolf mask running around slashing people up might have been. I was just more curious if maybe she got photos or more information on that because, well, you gotta admit that was pretty odd to run into. There's so many variables here. We need that camera. Avi. Mm. Farfour shakes his head in frustration. We are suggesting that the missing children and our axe murderer are separate issues. No? This is what I am hearing? Oh, yeah. Maybe, um, maybe not. I'm thinking they're separate incidences, but might be from a similar cause at this point. But I've got no idea, really. Well, the thing that was or it was a human that was feeding the Gorgon. That was definitely not a human that we had to deal with. Any idea? Falling leaf? Mm. There is clearly much at play here. Mm. Perhaps in the morning, the four of you should check up on this girl. I'm curious as to what happened to her. So yes, I'm all for that. Yeah. We know. Kind of think the same thing. The, this office, she she lives at this office, as well. Break her nods. And seek her out tomorrow. So we're giving her time to develop that film. Granted, she's a local kooky person, but still. Normally, I'd say, who would believe her? But that photo she got, it's going to be pretty fucking clear. And not to mention the fact that two of us were in Hamid at the time. She can't be allowed to develop that film. Like, I don't know how else I can say that we have people watching her. But uh, if you want to go for tonight, go for tonight. But I, I, I tell you, if you hurt her... I'll fucking kill all ya. Like, just so we're cool and junk. Again, my plan was never to kill her. I just wanted the camera. It's okay. I'm just, like, letting you know. Just letting you know my plans were never to kill her, either. It's an innocent life. Why would I need to take that? I look around at everybody. Trust. Remember. I'm trusting them. I'm just, from afar watching, I just don't want that film developed. Watching only gets you so far. That's giving him time to develop the film. That's my only concern. I do not want a veil breach. Considering I'm the one in Krynos. None of us want a veil breach. They're trusting us. I'm trusting them. I'm looking over to Cassie, too. What? Don't give me those eyes. Creepy. It's working both ways. If she doesn't develop the film, there's no reason to hurt her. I mean, she's already seen enough. Somebody might as well explain a little, I guess, to keep her from blowing up the 
or magazine about uh, werewolves in town. Has anyone gotten close enough to figure out if she is actually kinfolk? Isn't that like a Philodox's job? Fire Force stands uh, rather suddenly. <clears throat> he looks around at the table. Uh, frustration palpable. This is about as far as I think we are going to get tonight. <clears throat> the girl is being watched. The girl is being protected. If you not to speak to her, it's, it's fine by me. But she is not to be harmed. You have our word on that. Just the same. We have no interest in your girl. But my head hurts. I am going to bed. Thank you again for everything. He nods as he begins walking away uh, back to the living room. And, you know, presumably in one of the other adjacent rooms. Do we have word yet on what Carter has done with our girl? I mean, like, we're, we're all here. Like, we'll find out when he gets back, you know? But if Breaker put him on it, it's taken care of, dude. Then I guess we'll be back in the morning. I just want to know where she got taken. Like, you'd have to ask Carter, bro. Like I said, we'll be back in the morning to ask. I look over to Falling Leaf. Any thoughts before we head back? There is much to think on. We probably should get going. I will meet you back at uh, our camp. You going somewhere first? Yes. With that, I stand. Thank you, guys. And I leave. (laughs) Take it easy, bro. Stand. Nod. Thanks with thanks, and then leave to head back to camp. Stand, nod, leave. Put the chair back down on all fours and get up and follow suit. Nod and uh, head to the just to them in general. <laughs> yeah. You guys exit the cabin and make my way back to camp. Sure. I could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, it could have gone a whole hours, so I'm glad it didn't. I think we have rectified the situation as much as we could have. Conflicting interests here, that's for sure. I mean, yes, that's also the case, but I mean, that's, that's one less problem to have. And also gotten a, I'm not going to say a full look, but at least a quick little peek at the bigger picture, but... Yeah. yeah, it's still a jigsaw we got to put together. Agreed. By all means, if you're making a bigger picture, speak up. I'm just got some separate pieces here. Got to be connected somehow. Just got to think on it more. Cassie, what's your thoughts on this whole multiple visions, multiple people to protect, and all this nonsense? 
the spirits, uh, they are not clear. They never meant to be clear. In some cases, they're quite vague. I don't know if we were drawn here because of the Gorgon or there's something beyond that. So we can only trust in what Gaia shows us. Now, as for these women, I don't know. I, I, I'd be curious to see if they know each other. Like one seems to be a reporter, the other one a waitress. Are they friends? Do they, you know, I'd be interested in knowing how well they know each other. Yeah, that's definitely something I was curious about as well, but with how cut up was just a little while ago, I don't know how long until we could actually find out more. Yeah, it's going to be difficult to get to her. She needs to heal first. And I'm kind of curious as to who this or what that man in the mask was. And you said it was like a man. Well, he wasn't phased by us shifting. Oh, of course not. He wasn't phased but, by me hitting him in Krinos. Or me and his bone. Don't know many humans that can do that. Let alone yeah, Gari. Um, well, if we had a Gorgon, what if he is worm-possessed? That's a possibility, but that would also make those a lot less connected. Not necessarily. What if you have the worm, the weaver, and the wild all sort of trans, like, coming to this location? That could be an interesting spin on things. So we've already met a gorgon, which is the wild. And so all we're looking for is what I don't know what they call them if they're possessed by the weaver. Well, that is if this guy was possessed by the worm, we still need to yeah. figure that. But we did anyone smell for the worm? Or is this a question we have to ask for uh when we go back to ask about our 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 girl? I mean, could be. I mean, my first thought when we ran into him was he was just some, uh, well, somebody like us that's just a little too, having a little too much sick fun. Because, I mean, come on, going up as like a slasher in a wolf mask. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And got a little bit of information, trying to figure out a bigger picture, so grasping at straws at the moment. It seems our only conspiracy theorist had the camera, and is on the run. Well, she didn't run far. She probably ran home to develop her newfound photo. They did send the guy after her. So watch. That's all they would state Mm -hmm. is they're watching. They're not intervening. They don't give a shit. I'm imagining they'll intervene if they have to. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna like us. They know about the veil. They know gotta protect it, so... Just assuming at this point and giving them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, hell, we still got the guy in the car to possibly deal with. Unless that's the high school cult they're talking about in that magazine. 
Or, you know, it could just be something to do with D&D. Who knows? Did we want to watch her, too? They'd be stepping we're not interfering. No, they'd be stepping on their toes. We don't need to. If we're going to trust them, we'll leave them to that. That's their girl, not ours. Okay. We've already gotten off to a rocky start with these guys. We don't need to make it worse. No, I feel like we've fixed as best we could. Let's not exactly go back yeah, on that. We're probably back at square one from where we were, so got to earn some goodwill. I'll take that over negative four. Ha. See what I did there? No? Nobody? All right. Just trying to make light of the situation. Might have been a little reaching. I'm fine with it. I have been curious about one thing, and we haven't done it since we've gotten here. What's the Umbra like? You know, Gorgons flying around, this weird wolf man. It could be Worm. What are the spirits like in the Umbra right now? And at that, Maybe. I'm trying to find a pool of water. Since I don't have anything shiny on me. The nearest stream. Well, I mean, you know, you uh, know the area. I start making my way well to enough. the nearest stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To transverse to the other side. You going to make me roll for this? To pierce the gauntlet. Maybe. Be nice to know what the gauntlet rating is anyway. 300. That's too strong. I can't. <laughs> I can't block that. It's not. Hot. Is it? No. <laughs> just making I'm just say, wait a minute. Dante, this is your expertise, so. That's why I'm on it. All right. Um, well, here's a question. Uh, the camp you were returning to, is that the cave, or is that your first night's camp? The first night's camp. Okay. Yep. I, and our actual established yeah. camp. Well, not, you know. Not the, the one we run to if there's problems. It matters. Fair. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. It well, it's going to matter what's in the Umbra there, yes. <laughs> exactly. I know. No, the regular camp. Okay. But I'm adjacent to a stream, so not our actual. Cause well, right, but there was the stream like right fucking there. So. Yeah, it was pretty close. Well, there's a lake, but yeah. <laughs> I get it, but we walked. So I'm going by a stream that's close to camp in between those cabins and our camp. The stream that's, you know, off to the north. No, again, I mean, you've done the scouting here, so you guys know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm going <laughs> to the stream due north of our camp. Right. And judging by the time of night, plus the, the moonlight, okay. You can make it happen. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll the gauntlet. Um, what the hell is the roll? I forget. It's been a while. It's a gnosis. Highest or perms? No, it's always perps. Always perms, okay. Because that's what essentially can fuck you on popping perms. Mm -hmm. Seven. A one. Okay. I got a one. You look into your reflection in two and through. You focus and simultaneously lose focus. Is you feel your body pulling yourself through your own reflection, through the physical. It takes a little longer than you thought. And you can feel the 
the, the gasimer pull of the gauntlet itself as you step through. The air is possibly cleaner. It's as you expected. The night sky is brilliant. You can see so many stars, so many more than before. You swear you see them moving. The trees are tall and mighty. You can hear the sounds. Sounds of the spirits of the night playing. Even the water before you is deep and vast. Don't even know what I'm looking for. Shift lupus and venture around a little bit. Just trying to see if any spirits seem weary. As in, as in out of, like, norm. Go ahead and give me a perception alertness. We're going to call this Diff 8. On the grounds of how the fuck would you know what the norm here is? That's <laughs> fair, but I mean, spirits acting out of their normal is what I'm saying. Their normal, like, earth spirits acting, air spirits. I, I know, I know. So yes, just looking for any spirits acting out of their normal habitat like i know what you're saying i'm just with your relative level of experience right. based on you never being in the umbra here before that's fair div eight <laughs> i got a one you don't see anything that leads you to believe is a regular that's an excellent sentence that's fair uh we will pivot to the rest of you it's fine it gives me time to think Okay. <laughs> Fucking Dante. I mean, he is our Thayers. This is something he should be familiar with. Yes, but to just go off. I mean, I was going to suggest going back to camp, finding something, and just starting the search out from there. He is our Thayers, so he should know the Umbra for the area at least. And he knows his way back, so you know, it shouldn't be too hard for him to find his way back. We can hope. Well, we're not going back without him. I know it's not far away, but we're, we're going to wait. Does one of us want to go join him to uh, let him know that we're going to sit around and wait here? Because for all we know, he might be back at camp. <laughs> The Umbra is not my favorite place. Then I'll volunteer then. Start making my way over to that little stream. Alright. Same as before. Okay. None. No successes. Did I say seven? No one seven. It was eight for my perceptional. Seven for the gauntlet. Thank you. It was I... diff seven, CJ. Yep, sorry about that. I got a five and a two. So still nothing. Okay. All right, I'll try. Two. Okay. It's like a, a splash of water in the face as you cross over. You can feel that thin film of the gauntlet clinging to your skin. It's as if walking through a spider web. Yeah. Shaking off the sensation, you look around and see Dante uh, a few feet away. 
from uh, your location. I will walk over to him and sort of stand beside him. It's like, we're waiting. I mean, do what you need to do, but we're waiting here for you. Well, nothing seems out of place that I can tell. Then again, I'm very new to this. Can I look around and see if there's anything new or anything that looks odd? Not that I would know. Well, again, yeah, same, uh, same role, Tiff 8. Yeah. Is that perception plus uh, alertness, alertness, you said? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, one, two, three. Three. She's got some amazing dice. Right. <laughs> so it was ten and two eights. Oh my gosh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm very perceptive. Indraswitzel, we get in combat or somebody's laying dying on the ground. <laughs> That's when she's going to Yeah, <laughs> not a good fighter. Well. Anyways. Yes. From your position, you don't see anything that you believe to be out of the ordinary. Okay. So, what would it look like if it was out of the ordinary? Because I don't see nothing. Spirits being erratic. Not doing their normal. What they consider is their normal, depending on the spirit. Have you tried talking to them? I don't have any chiminage with me. And I don't know who to talk to. Again, I'm new to this. Being that I'm too new to this and I don't have training in it, I don't know how much more I can do. I was just trying to see if there was anything out of the norm. Granted, wherever that Gorgon was, I'm sure there is. But that's going to take more than just me. Is it worth talking to them? You know, making some sort of deal? You may not have this shimmerage now, but you could do a favor for them. That's kind of like a shimmerage, right? You have to have something to bring them out. Something that they like. But it, like I said, it depends on the spirit I want to talk to. And I don't even know where to start. But as of right now, nothing seems out of the norm around here. Then again, we need to go to the areas where things have been weird. Well, then let's go to the places where they're weird. Because we're not going to get any answers if we don't go there. That's fair. But I feel like the whole pack should be here. I figured people were going to follow when I went. And only you did. Oh. Well, um, to be honest, somebody tried and failed. Um, but oh boy, <laughs> um, the gauntlet is kind of thick here. It's obviously easier in a sept. Yeah, but it's the forest. It should be thinner, right? You would think, yes. I don't know much about this sort of stuff, but. Maybe there's a reason why the gauntlet is so thick here. 
I mean, it's not like it's a big city right next door. That's true. Well, let's head back and gather the other two and maybe go to the area where the Gorgon was and check there. Okay. Do I have to roll to go back? I'm trying hard not to be a theurge right now. My first time. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like my eighth time. See, it's not though, because you're not a Thersh. So. I know, I know, and I'm trying really hard not to go, but. Thank you for that. <laughs> I need to learn. Right. And yes. Cassie wouldn't know that shit anyway. Mm-hmm. No, she wouldn't. Well, so, do we that. have to roll to go back over? I just asked. He said no. Correct. Okay. Shoop. Is that the noise? Sweet. Shoop. Yeah. The shoop noise. I prefer shlaklacky. All right. Shlaklacky. No, we're not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, no, the two of you return to the realm. Uh, all is as you left it. You know, the moon is uh, shining high in the night sky. Stars illuminated, blah, blah, blah. Nothing out of the ordinary here, but I have a feeling if we get closer to where the Gorgon was, shit's going to be bad. I hear somebody failed to cross through. The gauntlet is kind of thick here, which is weird. Yeah. That's what I was kind of assuming. He had a hard time and didn't happen, and something's going on. You said you saw nothing? Nothing that I can tell, but then again, I'm new to this. I don't have very much training yet. Could it be from the fact that this place is like one part campsites? There's people here all the time? Could be. I don't see why close to town we are. Town seems pretty far, though. Eh, a couple miles. No? Need a map. (laughs) It's just down the hill, remember? Yeah. Over the river and through the woods. Well, regardless. Nothing out of the ordinary in this spot. But I figured people were going to follow me to the Umbra. And only one did. And you can say all four of us should go. Again, he had a hard time, and it didn't happen. Again, it's not like something right here needs protected. No, not here, but if it's thick here and there's nothing around, we're going to have a hard time wherever we go. So So by all means, let's go back in and go to where the Gorgon was. Let's go. You ready, team? Ready, team. We got to... Figure out a name and fast so we're not having to call each other team. <laughs> and that'll do it for now. Make sure to tune in in two weeks for the next chapter of Wherever Gaia Takes Us and next week for the regular episode of Rage Across the Internet. If you like what we do, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody, and you can always jump onto our Ko-Fi to uh, give us a little support that, oh, trust me, we desperately need. You can find that at uh, ko-fi slash Rage Across the Internet. And you can find us here the same place you found us last week. So be sure to tune in and have some fun with us. You take it easy.